We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Riggard. And Bob Chesney earlier this week completed his coaching staff, and there was a promotion on that coaching staff. And Matt Transu, who has been the, again, director of operations the last couple seasons under Coach Signetti, now has a new role. He'll still be doing some of that, but he is now the assistant AD for football administration. And I'm joined by Matt Transu. Coach, or I guess you're kind of a coach with this, aren't you? How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks, Dave. I'm uh, blessed to be here and excited to uh, be a part of the football program. Well, talk about this role, first of all, and then we're going to kind of get into to everything else. But how about this role? What a, This is something new for JMU football, and it's something I know that you've kind of been thinking about and looking at other programs and thinking that JMU needs. But kind of talk about this role and what, what it means for you. Yeah, sure. So uh, this role really is – it allows football to have a presence uh, at a higher level than it has typically in the past, which I think is very, very important in this day and age. And as we've made this transition to FBS – um, having somebody that's on a part of the leadership team that is uh, helping kind of steward the football program in the right direction and keeping the football program in the forefront uh, for you know years to come, I think is going to be a very, very valuable asset for not only the football program, but JMU athletics and ultimately the university as a whole. So talk about some of the, the things that you'll be doing with, with this role. Obviously, you're going to have a, a seat at the table and, and be able to, to talk to people. What are some other things you're going to be doing? Yeah, so so real, the big thing is football scheduling. Um, that has been a, 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 a hard thing to get done throughout the transition uh, from FCS to FBS. Kevin White had spearheaded that in the past, and he did a phenomenal job of making sure that football had a completed schedule so that we could do this transition as quickly as, as possible in the past. So I'll have a little bit hand of that um, with his guidance and uh, our athletic director's guidance in terms of scheduling. Um, it's also going to be a lot of forward-thinking, big-picture things, um, whether it comes to negotiations for hotels, partnerships, um, really helping Coach uh, Chesney with uh, different things that he wants to add to the football program that will help us not only in 2024, but 25, 26, 27, and way down in the road um, to keep this thing uh, rolling like it has in the past for the last you know decade plus. Talk about scheduling a little bit and how how challenging is that for a school like JMU? Because again, you there's you'd like to get a, a Power Five game once in a while and get yep. some money. I mean, there's been some of that. You'd sure. like to plan FCS. Talk about your your philosophy, I guess, on scheduling. And again, a lot of some of that is done uh, ten years in advance. But sure. talk a little bit about scheduling and kind of what your picture is for that. Yeah, so scheduling um, is very very complex um and it's even more complex now with the way college uh athletics landscape is ever changing every single day um so it's really having a pulse on what is important to jmu right um we want to have a competitive schedule that has a great strength of schedule um because our ultimate goal here is, is not to be shot shot away from it but is to to win some belt championships and have a place in the college football playoffs and so how do you build a schedule that can do that? Um, so you're going to be looking for, for a, a good strength of schedule, and you're going to have to probably play a, a Power 5, quote-unquote, money game um, to make some revenue not only for the football program but the athletic department. Um, but you're also going to look for uh, you know another kind of G5 uh, game that can uh, draw fans' interest, whether that's us going there or them coming to us. And then you're always going to look for an FCS game um, to help build your strength of schedule and and have a you know a, a great home uh, uh, strength of schedule as well and so that's kind of the philosophy to it towards it 
Now there's a lot of things that come into play with that. It changes, uh, it changes daily. And um, even when you have a game secured, there's no necessarily guarantee until you get to almost that calendar year that it's going to get played um, because things change. And with the college football landscape, it's changing almost weekly, it feels like. And that does play a little bit of uh, into the scheduling piece. We're talking to Matt Transu again. He's now the assistant AD for football administration for JMU, so going to work with some director stuff, and we'll talk about that. But, you know, talk a little bit about this role, too, as far as some of the forward-thinking stuff that you're, you're talking about. And does that include facilities? Does that uh, – just talk about some of the things that that might include because, you know, whenever I would have Mr. Bourne on and talk to him, you know, hey, what, what's the future look like for facilities and everything like that? Is that something where you can keep that on people's minds a little bit more? Yes, yeah, facilities is definitely uh, uh, something that you need to keep uh, in the forefront, um, especially as this program continues to grow and has a success. Um, you know, football has played a lot of success in that just JMU growth the last two years um, with uh, applications and things like that and acceptance rates and things uh, outside the university. So to continue the growth and uh, trajectory of the program, you do have to think about facilities, but it's also long-term thinking. It's it's staffing. It's uh, what do the players need, really? That's what I I like to put them for first and foremost and say, what do we need to do to continue us to, to, to win at a high rate? Is it adding nutrition? Is it adding a training table? Is it uh, providing them the right type of resources academically, athletically, even, uh, you know, spiritually? And how do we get this thing uh, rolling so that we continue long-term success and can continue to put down 10-plus win seasons year after year as we continue to make this climb in the Sun Belt and FBS? It seems I can tell you're very passionate about this, and this is something you've been thinking about for a long time. I know you've seen other FBS programs have a role like this. Is this a game-changer for JMU to have a position like this? I know it's you, but but sure, still, sure. Is, is it a game-changer to have this position for JMU since they haven't had it? Yes, absolutely game-changer. And taking me out of the equation, having this role is going to be a, uh, an incredible opportunity for JMU to basically grow its football program and brand. Um, and then basically it's a, it's a great working relationship between the athletic department, senior leadership, and the head football coach and blending those objectives so that they're married together and are all, all in alignment and pushing in the right direction. And uh, I think that's uh, going to be the biggest thing about this role, whether I'm here or not. There's going to be somebody here that's going to be in both worlds and be able to uh, collectively get them aligned and make sure they're all going in the right direction because that's how uh, this thing has been ran the last 25 years and uh, is how it needs to be ran to continue the success that it's had since the last 25 years. We're talking again to Matt Transu. He's now the assistant AD for football administration for JMU. And, you know, will you still do some of the, the director um, role? I know, again, sure. you've hired a, a, someone else in that spot now sure. and, and everything will change. But you having the experience, I'm guessing, that'll still be a little part of, of your, your picture, won't it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a football guy, first and <laughs> foremost. I grew up in, in, uh, in college football. And so um, I definitely uh, will have my hands in it a little bit and help uh, – usher in the coach Chesney era uh, to this level with operations. There's just a lot of different pieces and parts that uh, coach has not had at other levels. Um, And so 
having somebody like myself that's a resource that understands how it all kind of uh, interconnects uh, is going to be massive. And I don't plan to step away and just uh, throw the car keys to someone else. I'll, I'll still be involved. Talk about this transition for you. Um, when Coach Signetti decided to, to leave for Indiana, and obviously a lot of coaches went 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 with him. Um, new coaches are coming in. The bull practices are going on. You're still around. Yeah. You've probably had opportunities to leave and do something else. Talk about this transition and how challenging it really was for you. Yeah, it was a, as a massive undertaking, to be honest. Um, like you said, you've got a bowl game. Um, so that's that's the priority and, and getting the football team that you've spent the entire year with uh, through it. Um, and and the goal was to win it, and unfortunately, that wasn't the case. But at least making it a successful trip for everybody involved was massively important. And the operation component of a bowl game and any game really is is to make sure that operationally, you there was that wasn't the reason you lost. And so that's um, that's always my goal is to make sure that hey, from a uh, X and O standpoint, we gave everything we we got from an operational standpoint to make sure that those things got taken care of and can win the ball game. Um, so that's going on. Then you've got coaches that are, are exiting the program. You're also got bringing in a new head football coach. Um, and so there's a lot of moving parts throughout it all. And it's a lot of balls in the air and you're trying to juggle them all. And so it is immense challenge. And uh, it takes a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of hours, a lot of grit, determination, and a lot of prioritizing tasks and what's important today may not be important tomorrow, but trying to get everything lined up for everybody um, and making making sure it's just a great experience for those that are outgoing the program. Obviously, the players are a huge thing, making sure that they have everything that they need during a, a period of time that's transitioned, and then also making sure that the new staff has what they need to, to get going so that you know their initial 60, 90, 100 days are, are smooth and moving at, at a high clip of rate because you need er- to maximize every single day uh, getting ready for the for the football season. And again, you were just here for the, the two years of the FBS. Um, so you're still fairly new to, to JMU. And again, you had an opportunity to leave, but um, I know you're you got family in Virginia. You you love the area around here. Talk about your decision to stay and be a part of the program. And, yeah. and again, you, I know you've fallen in love with JMU. Yeah, no, I, I have fallen in love with JMU. Uh, it's been incredibly exciting to be here through the transition and basically usher us into a new era of football. And I've taken a lot of pride in it because there's been a lot of things behind the scenes that uh, folks don't realize happen that make, you know, a eight and three season, a 11 and two season happen. And so being a part of that, uh, you know, I was uh, very, very fortunate. And to be honest, uh, I didn't like the taste in my mouth that the last game that I would have at JMU was losing to App State. And so I was like, we've got unfinished business here. And so um, while opportunities have presented itself, um, you know, my wife and I, uh, who grew up in Virginia, we have got family here. We we like it here. It's it's home for us. And um, and I just felt like well, there's unfinished business and there's a huge uh, ceiling for JMU that hasn't been touched yet. And uh, being a part of that is something special. And it gave you a chance during the, the bowl and the transition to get to know Coach Chesney. And obviously that, that obviously was something that was big for you to kind of get to know him, some of the, the coaches that were coming in. And um, talk about your relationship with Coach Chesney, what you've kind of learned. And, and I know he's, he's been um, incredible so far. Yeah. No, he's, he's been uh, phenomenal in every aspect. Uh, he's, what's really exciting about him is he cares about football. He cares about the players, but he also cares about family. 
And I think what we're building um, with Coach Chesney is a family atmosphere, a team that's going to compete and uh, strive to win as much football games as possible, but also bring a component of community um, and basically say, hey, JMU is a professional sports team in this region and allow those guys uh, that are out there on the field have a little bit more of a spotlight. And I think that's going to ultimately build the brand of what JMU is um, up. And uh, he's been phenomenal work for. He's uh, got a lot of ideas, and he's, but he's very driven, and, he, and he, uh, he's very focused on what makes JMU the best thing possible, not only today, but for five, ten years from now. And I think that's what's really, really exciting about him. Is this kind of an exciting time for you? Just there's lots of new ideas floating around. Again, Coach Signetti and his staff, it, sure. I mean, they did things great. I mean, and, and they, again, we wish them well, but there's just lots of new ideas now yeah. and, and just different ideas. And there's always different ways to, to find ways to win football games and do yeah. things the right way. Has yeah. that been kind of exciting to find all these new ways? Yes. Yeah. No, it's 100% exciting um, to have a, have a coach bring in a breath of fresh air. And maybe there's been some ideas that I've had that just ne- necessarily didn't get off the ground. Um, but you can kick them to him and he's like, that's a great idea. Let's figure out how to do this. And um, so, yes, it's been really, really exciting uh, to have a kind of a breath of fresh air and with ideas and how do we, you know, always bring in an outside perspective, whether it's coach Chesney or his other coaches that he's brought that have come from other places, they all have different backgrounds of how things have worked, whether it's been at the FBS level, power five or division three, division two, and how do we how do we make all those things work here at JMU and make it make it the best place possible? Yeah, because it doesn't mean that something division three or division two can't work here. So right. you, you, never you never know, never know. know. Yep, absolutely. We're talking about Transu, assistant AD for football administration at JMU, and you know you mentioned your background growing up in college athletics. Talk about your background a little bit. How did yeah. you get into to being in college football and being a director for a while? Yeah, long story short. Um, I went to the University University of Tennessee, and um, while I was there, uh, I went to my first like true southeastern college <laughs> football game, and I said, "Wow, how do I get involved?" And um, so I went to the football program the next day. I knocked and knocked and knocked on their doors until they basically said, "All right, who's this guy coming around all the time trying to get involved?" Um, and that kind of sparked my interest in it. So I worked in recruiting for a while. Um, and then I transitioned to operations. And I realized while I was in college and in grad school that while I love recruiting, I love being around the, the coaches and the players and having a hand on the operational aspect of everything that was going. And so that's how I got my, my, my start. And then I bounced around, um, went to, uh, was at Memphis for a year, was at Virginia Tech for five, Georgia Southern uh, for one, and then I've been here the last two years. And so uh, at each place, I've learned a lot and had a, my hand in a little bit of everything from an opera. When you're, when you're a director of football ops, you, you, you're, uh, you're a jack of all trades, you, not really a master of, of, <laughs> of, 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 of any of them, um, because you do have to have a little bit of uh, your hands in everything just to make sure that the program is moving in the right direction, whether it's academics, uh, facilities, housing, dining. Uh, team travel. There's all these different uh, aspects that come into it um, to to really get the product on the field on Saturday. It's rewarding though, isn't it? To kind of have a hand in a little bit of everything because again, you have a little part in all of it. Correct. Yeah, it's very very rewarding because you you have a you have as an operational uh, personnel you have a lot 
to do with just how it runs day to day, sometimes more so than the head football coach does because there's a lot of different things that, um, you know, he's worried about a lot of big picture stuff. He's worried about how the players are doing. He's worried about X's and O's, especially in the fall. And my focus is to worry about all the things so that him and the coaches can worry about the things that matter, which is winning games on Saturday. And so, yeah, you do play a lot of role, uh, a, uh, a huge role in that success and just really how the program operates on a day-to-day basis. How about the offseason right now? Is, is spring ball is, is just around the corner, about a little over a month away. What are some things that, that you're kind of working on right now here during this offseason? Yeah, so offseason, it's, um, it's, it's really been about uh, getting the football program to – to align with what Coach Chesney's ideas are, um, and how do we how do we uh, take what we have done in the past, and how do we operate uh, under his leadership, and then also what are some things that we can add and incorporate? So um, we, we've I- implemented these team uh, winter team runs. That's something new that we haven't done here in probably five at least five years. And how do we get that done? And how do we feed the guys afterwards? And how do we make sure that they're get taken care of? Um, and so working towards that, um, a big part of my job is going to be helping with the uh, football schedule um, and not only uh, that coming out here shortly in the next couple of weeks, but also the the team travel aspect. We start once we know the schedule like everybody else, we start looking at figuring out hotels, flights, buses, you name it. We start planning all that. So I'll help with that um, uh, this year to make sure that you know, there's a good foundation of what, what it takes to be in the Sun Belt because the Sun Belt uh, is a really hard place to travel to. There's a <laughs> lot of unique small towns that you right. go to. And um, so having some expertise in that uh, is going to pay dividends for us later this year. Do you feel like things have gone about as smooth as, as they could with this transition with Coach Chesney coming in? I know he's making it probably as smooth as possible yeah. too, but do you feel like it's all pretty, been pretty seamless? Yeah, it's been very, very seamless. Um, there's always some things that you go, oh, man, I wish we did that a little bit differently. But um, by and large, it's been a really good transition. The staff that Coach Chesney's brought in has been fantastic. That makes a huge help, uh, at least in my role, when they are understanding that there is a lot of stress and and. Uh, pressure points going on on a day-to-day basis and you know there's a lot of you know your categories have wants and needs right and you're trying to prioritize those for just about everybody um to make sure that the football program has what it needs there there might be some wants out there how do we go about uh, fulfilling those um that makes sense for jmu um and and so but it but it's gone as smooth as possible I want to circle back before I let you go just about facilities and stuff. And what are some things that you want to get done sooner rather than later? And whether that's three or four or five years, again, yeah. sooner is, means different, <laughs> can mean a lot of different things. Sure. But what are, what are the things that you kind of want to look at sooner rather than later as far as yeah. facilities go? Yeah, I think there's going to be some functionality things. Um, as, as we've transitioned up in, into the FBS, the biggest thing uh, that is a priority is office space and meeting space. Um, that the APC is a great building and it, and it's been a great building for the football program for a long, long time. And it still can be, but it's going to be, how do we function? How do we get the most out of it now that we're in this new era? We've added a lot of new staff members, a lot of these analysts, a lot more graduate assistants than what you had at the FCS level just three years ago. So where do you house those people? And then meeting space, like, you know, you're meeting with the guys a lot more frequently nowadays, college football and so how do we get them uh 
into a place where they're the conductive or conducive learning environment that was is in within our building and so that's probably the first thing uh i know out there everybody wants the the stadium (laughs) to be rebuilt and they want an indoor facility and those are great long-term projects and i think um you know with uh mr Bourne's leadership and then also with whoever the incoming athletic director is there is going to be some sit down and, and talking about the master plan and what what do we envision this place to be uh in the near future whether that's three four five years from now and I think those things are all on the table um, because you want to be forward thinking, um, especially in the football landscape, uh, because you never know what kind of things are going to be at the horizon with college football in a year from now, three years from now, and definitely five years from now. And so you want to be forward thinking just like we have the last 25 years to be ready for whatever comes next with college football. How about an indoor facility? Talk about that. I mean, there's some new ones being built in the Sun Belt. Um, yeah. it, it, I know it – I don't know if it's a priority, but you can do so many things if you do have one. Is that something that, that is always kind of on the table talking about? Yeah, that's – yes, yeah. It's probably not as much on the forefront as, as uh, football would hope, but it does and, – and we do have one at the JTC. Um, but if you had a full-fledged football indoor facility, there's a lot of things you can do, not only for the football program, but also for all the other sports and even um, – events you know for the athletic department or campus and so how do you go about um you know raising dollars for that where do you put it all that stuff still way out there um but it is something that like for future growth uh is definitely going to be needed um whether it's you know five years from now or 10 years from now it's it's definitely something that needs to be at least thought and considered well, Matt, congratulations on the promotion. Excited for this. And as we mentioned, it's kind of a game-changer position for JMU. So congrats on that and look forward to working with you as we continue through this journey. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, looking forward to it and go Dukes.